Welcome to Geek's Corner, I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. Certain groups of Ethiopian baboons have begun to do something that only humans have ever done before. Domesticate wolves. Really? There are certain baboons that have puppies. Wow, that's, that's fascinating. Where could they tell us that was fascinating? They should go to Twitter and use the hashtag Geek's Corner. Hashtag Geek's Corner for all your baboon facts. Also, the stuff we're talking about tonight. Uh, baboon facts, not to be confused with Batuan facts. Ooh. Oh, that was... No, oh. no one likes it. Okay, sorry. I mean, you guys did, but... We'll see what they said online. To the internet! To the internet, let's go. I like that all of our internets, while in different directions, are generally up. Like, that's good. That's uh -huh. yes. Or it's just, it's just our excla exclamation. Our what? Just, the words are very hard for me, and honestly, I don't feel... I, I just feel... got through a fact about Ethiopian baboon. I'm Cameron, by the way. That's Cameron. Um, and he knows about I, I, I did that, that. Those words, all good and stuff. All good and Exclamation. stuff. Exclamation. Yeah. All right. Well, Frozen had its first official trailer, not the teaser trailer. Hit official. the internet and TV and everywhere today, and yes. we watched it. And um, it gave a lot of clues into what we're going to be seeing when Frozen 2 comes out later this year. Um, first off, what did you think of it? Then we'll get into dissecting it just a little bit. It's gorgeous. Now you're doing exactly what they need to, which is expanding the lore. It's true. But, yes, it's very pretty. So what did you think of it, though? Oh, it's beautiful. It's going to be a great film, and it's not going to bore us by doing Frozen again. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's, it's definitely going a different direction, and that direction is north, as we found out in the trailer. Am I wrong? No, you're not. Um, I just like that phrasing. It was good. And, uh... Cameron in particular, so Cameron has a somewhat Norse knowledge background. Somewhat. Is that a good way to, to put it? It's in my genes. It's in your genes. And um, I have a family member from Norway, so I was sent stuff from Scandinavia and had no clue what it was growing up. They're like, here, have these things. And so I had some familiarity with what we were seeing, but didn't really have knowledge. And Cameron was geeking out during the, uh, the trailer. So Cameron, why were you geeking out? Because this is basically the MCU crossover we've all been waiting for. That's right, Thor should probably show up at some point. Yeah. Wouldn't uh, that be amazing if he's in the background or something, or an actual... I could I could see him doing something. It's, I could too. Um, so they, they referenced or a Odin lot of elements of Scandinavian lore, much more specific. Which oh, so is, Laura's going to be in it too, huh? Star Trek reference. Uh, Data's daughter? Brother. What? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Shh. What? He brought it up. It's not my fault. Keep going. She's in the middle of a Star Wars watch. Really? Star, Star Wars, huh? Yep. <laughs> okay. Any biscuits. Scandinavian lore. Uh, in the trailer, we saw a lot of specific references to, like, big things from the Poetic Edda, which is, like, the, the containing knowledge for a lot of the pantheon of Scandinavian lore. The biggest thing was the Standing Stones. Uh, there's a point towards the end of the trailer that Elsa clears out some... Um, Fog stuff, stuff. Um, yeah. and it looks to be standing stones, which is a really, really big part of any Scandi lore story, especially in Norway. Uh, if you ever played Skyrim, they're in there as well. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of an anchor point for most of the story you hear and that sort of thing. So I'm predicting much Scandi. So where do you think this story is going to go? Um, I'm betting you cannot say north. No, that's a good joke that's already been done. Thank you. I'm betting she is going to be one of the gods, or at least referenced as one of the gods. 
Okay. Um, the gods in are very similar to Greek gods in the Norse canon in that mm -hmm. they're very much like people. They just have more infinite lifespans and a lot more powers. Uh, so I'm betting it's kind of a Hercules situation. So do you think she's not coming back? I don't know if they'll end it that way. Um, I bet she might become a liaison to the humans. Or so something. she's going back and forth. Yeah, but she's not ruling Arendelle anymore. And no, I think it's going to go to Anna. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. You have any thoughts? I'm from Ireland. I don't know these things. Hey, fun story. <laughs> that means based on rating, you're Norse as well. That is true. Yeah, That's true. Yeah, but I didn't have family sending me things, and I'm not very active in the lore. So I just went... When There's I, probably a troll in here somewhere from Yeah, what's up? Norway. How you doing? But when I watched the trailer, I just went, wow, pretty. Uh, I was also half asleep, so I wasn't... I was just like, wow, those are glass things. And then when she did, like, this or thing, and, like, there was diamonds in the sky, where I was like, wow, Elsa's magic. Where's Lucy? Where, where is Lucy? She should be in the sky. With the with diamonds. The diamonds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm very excited to see where this goes, and I really love that they referenced the Enchanted Lands, because we get to see more of that. So, very excited. The other question that it pop or pops into my head as we're speaking, does this mean they're setting up for future sequels as well? They always are. They're setting up for the Frozen Cinematic Universe. I mean, yeah. it kind of felt yeah. like it, and I was like, oh, where is this going to go? And it may not be... Uh, theatrical releases, but they have this new thing called Disney Plus coming, yeah. where I could easily see a mini series or I don't know the Frozone crossover, whatever. Yeah, that'd be cool. Find out where he came from. That'd yeah, be, you could. That would Maybe be. He's from the Enchanted Lands. I don't know. He could be. Aren't they all? Yeah. They're all stories in the end. They're all Scandinavian. Is that what we just learned? Is the Incredibles are all Scandinavian? Yeah, they could be. By the transit of property, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know where Minas is. Alright, so now having seen this trailer, more excited, less excited about this movie. More excited. Way more excited. Now. And yeah. how well do you think it's going to stack up to other recent Disney animated films? Well, give me some names. What am I comparing Easily to? better than Ralph Breaks the Internet. Oh, yeah. I'm already, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, that's not even a question. No brainer. Absolutely. Um, before that was. Curse 3? No, that's Pixar. No, we're, we're just oh, going Pixar Disney. Moana? Uh, it might be... I, I'm going to put it a little bit lower than Moana just because I appreciate an original story. I like that they're building on it, but nothing beats good original creativity. Okay. Uh, what else? Big Hero 6? Ooh. It'll beat it. I like I think Big it Hero too. 6, but... I also think that it'll commercially... Commercially? Commercially. Commercially. I, commercially. Think, I bet commercially it'll beat Moana. I think so, too. I yeah, think. oh yeah, yeah, it'll do that. But. Yeah. I don't think it'll beat the original though. No. For public saturation, no. Yeah. It, like it's not going to be. But it as might actually end up being a better film. Oh yeah. Yeah. I actually think it will be a better film just looking at what we've seen so far. And I love Frozen. Critical reception usually goes down when quality goes up. At yeah. least uh, past a certain point. That would make sense. So I'm predicting to actually like this one more than the original. I think so too. Um, personally but expect it to not do quite as well as the original. But I think they're still going to have a smash hit. Yeah. And um, I actually think it's going to be fun to be able to watch the two of them side by side uh, once it's finished, because there's definitely some um, progression in animation techniques. And, like, I thought the first one was a pretty film. Yeah. But looking at what we're seeing already in this trailer, mm -hmm. like, it's gorgeous. Seriously. And it'll be very interesting to see um, 
how much they've changed in the last, what is it, uh, it'll be four years? Yeah, and it's aided a lot just by the color palettes they're playing with. Was I mean, 2015 that, for the first one? It was 2013. I was going to say 12. Okay, I was so in high seven school. seven years, huh? So. Yeah, okay. so. Seven years and a spring color palette rather than a winter one. Like, yeah. yeah, it'll be it'll be very interesting to see where this goes. Um, other things that are new, Tale of the Lion King came to Disney California Adventure this last weekend and is... Uh, making music on the Palisade stage every day, uh, like five times a day or something like that. Oh. Something like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's you can't imagine yesterday show. and today because it was hot. And that show's not easy. That show is very I think it's five shows a choreograph day. intensive and hard. Especially those dancers. Yeah. That's... Like, they're, they're, they're working it. Yeah. So, the performers, my goodness. I didn't know it was five times a day. It's this nuts. is, how many versions of Lion King we've seen now is this third? In the park, uh, in general. In general, because so we have we've got the movie, that, movie. We've we'll got skip Broad the sequels. Broadway, Broadway. We got the oh, wait, we got Festival of Lion King How over in Florida. Dare you yeah, forget Lion about King Festival of the Round Theater and the Round Friends? Yeah, which this oh. has some elements that I feel were lifted from that in Broadway, and yes. um, so this is the fourth. Is that where we go with? Yes. Okay. Um, what did you think of this? I love it. I also love Festival of Lion King. Um, I just think, I think The Lion King is such a fun show to bring to parks. Mm -hmm. um, and I love the dancers, I love the singers, I love the storytelling aspect of it. Um, the fact that it's like a storytelling troupe, I think it's just super interesting and I love the way they bring, um, we are talking about how they make it into, uh, that it's a tale that's been passed down for generations type thing. Uh, and it's, it's just very, very fun to see come to life on the stage. And this goes back to the Frozen thing. Building on lore is a great place to start any storytelling endeavor. Um, Lion King has survived as well as it does, um, not just because it's a great story, but it's also a story that has existed for a very long time. Um, in fact, I gave a book to Mr. Daps not too long ago uh, called... Uh, uh, which one was it? It's, I know it's, it's Joseph Campbell's book. Um, it's the... He has a couple, but... But it's the one about the... Um, it's, it's the story. It's it's the archetypes of story. Yeah, but it's it's how the... I'm totally spacing. What is it? It's what Star Wars all built around. Yeah. Um, the Hero's Journey. Hero's Journey. Hero's Journey. <laughs> 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 um, so, we both um, knew what it was. I can't even look at it. Like, I know where it is. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Campbell talked at length, uh, he was uh, an author and theologian, about the the basic elements of what makes a good cultural story that a culture can build upon um and those same rules apply to ancient african tales as they do to star wars which is one of the examples he uses pretty often uh, when you build on those archetypes and it's very easy to do that when you're building on ancient lores of a culture like africa um it becomes timeless and you can mess with it as much as you want and people will still watch it because and they really tap cool. into it in this version of the mm -hmm. show um uh, which i thought was a lot of fun um i also really liked how they combined um just can't wait to be king with be prepared that's so fun and like it was a really interesting mashup that i don't know that i would have immediately thought of but it's a good way to consolidate some time too like yeah, that's, it did. that's just and this part of the show happens yeah, there you go i don't know like 24 minutes on a day like today and yesterday like no. five times a day brutal um yeah but yeah i thought they did a really nice job it's it's unique enough it's it moves quickly enough that it keeps people's attention. It's got a little bit of audience participation for the kids. Um, it'll be interesting to see how long it sticks around because it's a limited run, they say. And uh, yeah, so I would like to say. see more things like this. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like that spot's a hard spot because every time there's a uh, 
festival. I bet it's a repeated summer run. I'd be okay with yeah. that. That'd, That'd be, be cool. fun. Yeah. Or find another place for it. I don't know where else that would be, but somewhere. Where would that be? Oh. Mm. I don't know. I mean, on mm. top of maybe a consolidated version at the pier. No, not yeah, the. Yeah. Just put it on the roof of the Jungle Cruise. It'll be yeah, fine. It'll be See, I was going to say yeah. the Plateau and Cars Land. You could just do it up there. Yeah. 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 It'll be fine. <laughs> What's the most obscure place? Toontown. Toontown would be great. No, Splash Mountain. Whole ride. Oh, there you go. Yes, that would be fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I really don't know where else da, you da, could da, put da, it. Da, 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 yeah. That would hurt. Right. I, I think it would work. Well, let's go back uh, to Batu, where it, things continue to develop there. As Meanwhile, the story, on Batu, the story continues to evolve and grow. And uh, we posted last week a language guide. Have you guys had a chance to look at it yet? If yes. not, you can pull out your phones. Take you don't a look. speak fluent Arabic yet. No, we're talking about Batu. Not that's one of the languages on Batu. Oh, it's really easy. You just make three squiggly lines every time you say a letter. <laughs> anyway. There's a distinct language that you will discover, or, or verbiage, I guess, is, is what you hear when you're on Batu. And uh, we've got a guide up on DAPS that you can take a look at, but really quickly, what do you think about this form of storytelling, for one? And then two, do you have a favorite phrase from our good friends at Black Spire Outpost? Yeah, till we perspire, that's my favorite. Um. <laughs> sure. So, till the spire. Uh, yeah, or that, or until the moon crashes down into the planet. Okay, good. Oh, wait, good. no, that was Zelda. No, so sorry. How many moons does Batu have? Well, I mean, that's really a question you don't ask a person. There's two. Do you know how many There's sons? Batu. Sons? Yeah. Well, there was one. His name was Luke. And then there was a daughter, Leia. Three. Do you know what that would do to the polar orbit of that planet? Yeah. Makes it very hot on a Sunday afternoon. That's what it would do. I'm, science side of the internet, find out the likelihood of a tri-cluster of stars. I don't even know if that's a thing. I know there could be a binary star system. I know this is sci-fi, but I want to know how that would work. Like... But see, here's the difference between Star Wars and Star Trek. Logic? Star Trek is Star Wars for nerds. That's what the difference is. And that is true. That's not a quote from me. That's a quote from someone else. If you look at Twitter, you'll find it. <laughs> Adventures at Starbucks. It is Adventures at Starbucks. Yes. And, but it's, it's, you know, that's an interesting thing. Uh, do you have a favorite? What do you think about this uh, storytelling perspective? I think we it... talked about suns and moons. Re yeah, that was weird. Uh, I think it reimmerses you every time uh, you talk to uh, any citizen. Mm -hmm. The fact that it ends with something different that kind of throws you off and keeps you on your toes. Uh, or begins. Yeah, so I think that it's I'm a fun... I'm not used to hearing bright suns yet. No, at all. Uh, so I think it's a very fun thing that way. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I love Good Run. I think that's fun. I also love saying, may the spires keep you. I feel very, I feel um, very secretive when I say that. I'm like, mm, may the spires keep you. Like, mm -hmm. it's like a little mystery. I really like when the citizens walk up and just punch you right in the face. Yeah. Yeah, that's you had that. Happen, My favorite right? was yeah. uh, somebody walked up to a citizen on Sunday and was like, "Hey, where do I get a lightsaber?" And the guy was like, "What's a lightsaber?" And <laughs> they, said, they said, "Okay," and walked away. 
It was it was very amusing. And, because, and the, I think one of my favorite things was I, uh, there was a barrier of citizens um, kind of blocking off Sabi's workshop because they had already hit their capacity for the line for that reservation period. Um, and guests were walking up going, what is this? What What is this here? And they were like, it's just a workshop with a bunch of scrap metal. I don't get why people like it. And guests were like, that's weird! And walking away. It was so, so funny. Let me tell you a secret about theater people. If you lie with flair, people believe you. Mm-hmm. Just say things very confidently. You can it get is. away with anything. But I think it's one of the most fun parts of Batu is watching these stories develop. And um, there, there's the other end of it when we were over in the resistance encampment. And some gentlemen came up and were talking to you and our good friend Kristen. <laughs> and, um, and you were talking about, I think we should tell the story. I think it's very funny. In can fact, I, I think you should tell, tell it. Tell the story? This is a great story. You lived it. So we were talking, they came up to us, they decided to ask us some questions about where we were from because they wanted to learn about the planets that we had come from. Um, and so we said that we were from a distant, uh, distant planet uh, star system, I think is what Kristen called, called it. Yarth. L.A. And he said, well, what is L.A.? What What is that? Uh, what do you do there? And why do people like L.A.? That doesn't make any sense. I have no idea. Yeah, and that, that was my answer. 100% my answer is I couldn't tell you. Um, and he was confused. But uh, he, Kristen tries to start explaining. And she's like, well, uh, there are these uh, things that uh, people become famous. And he's like, well, how do they become famous? And she was trying to stay in the realm of how they speak on Batu. She was like, there's image scans. There's very very long form image scans and there's these people that are in these long image scans he's he's sitting there and he's like i think on batu we just call them movies yeah <laughs> a choice it was a good was choice made and that is the correct one it was it was very amusing and it was the best thing <clears throat> Ever. So, yes, it was very good. Um, yeah, so I think that the language just adds to the storytelling that's happening there, and um, I hope that the language is added to as time goes on and uh, the story progresses. I am very curious to see what happens after the next movie comes out, and if the story moves along chronologically with it, or what happens in that regard. Because be uh, yeah. both uh, Bob Chapek and uh, uh, Trowbridge have said that the 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 whole thing will evolve as they move forward. And I think that's really cool. I'm really hoping that there are elements already in place that have absolutely no meaning right now, but will have substantial oh, yeah. meaning after the film. That I mean, if I hope they thought of that ahead of time. I, I think there is just because there's one phrase that I'm not going to say right now that I think is connected to the next movie. And, um, and just from where things are at. And I think it's either giving foreshadowing or, or whatever, but yeah. And Emperor Palpatine just wandering around was a big, that was a good choice called. too, actually, <laughs> other than it is breaking, <laughs> breaking the right whole here. like robes rule thing. I don't know. Um, good. It is fun. To see, <laughs> it is fun to see Kylo Ren and uh, the stormtroopers. Um, That's my favorite band. <laughs> yeah. Kylo Ren and the stormtroopers. Constantly <laughs> trying to arrest Katie. Um, that was brilliant. Not, I was having a bad day on Sunday. Too conspicuous. Okay, well, first of all, don't go into the land dressed as Kylo Ren's dad. Let me put that out so well. there. Yep. Yeah, stormtroopers don't like it either. But that's a perfect segue because we're going to talk about bounding on Batu next. Segway. And uh, 
how to dress and Poor not to dress reason. while you're on Batu. <laughs> now that's and, uh, pod the reason. Disneyland Resort, actually, the Disney Parks blog, uh, put out a, a guide, I guess you could say, this week for how to dress and how not to dress. Yes. And and basically, to sum it all up, is if you're dressed in a full head-to-toe costume with masks and robes, you Don't probably be a shouldn't guard. do that. Yes. However, if you dress in a not quite costume, but almost costume that looks like a costume, but doesn't have robes and doesn't have a mask, you're probably okay. As long as you look like a citizen of Batuu and not a character that's in the Star Wars universe. Am I close? Am I close? Kind of. Yeah, is that, that close? The thing that is confusing, though, is on the dues, they do have a couple that is dressed in what looks to be the Jedi tunic. Yeah, the, the, which it kind of does. I was told is a no. Well, and, and the guy on the right is like a colored Jedi tunic. It's but I think that because that's a color Jedi tunic that no one's going to get confused. Okay. But because, I don't know. So you have to be off-brand know. Luke Skywalker is what yes. I'm hearing? Yes, absolutely. Yes. But, I mean... I think that this kind yeah, of no, I, I've seen it, got but... more confusing. Yeah, so to the best of my knowledge, the logic is if you can buy the individual pieces at a real store and combine them in such a way to make them I think that's a appear good as they're yeah. put together. So really what you'd need is not a costumer, you need a stylist. Yeah. Um, yes. Although I think if you have a good enough costumer that can make pieces look as though they were correctly made, yes. you shouldn't have a problem. Well, and I think the bigger... <sighs> What would have been, in, I mean, it probably would have caused more confusion, but the main point they're trying to make is you want to reference whatever character that you're trying to emulate, but not replicate. And there's a difference between refli- replicating and referencing. We learned yes. that in the Clone Wars. And yes, that's very, very true. <laughs> and uh, actually that came up again in um, Force Awakens. And but again, again. It's, it's yeah. always there. But I think if you're referencing and being referential to mm-hmm. styles, that's Change great. That. And if you're replicating them, not so great. I that. think the other From thing a technicality standpoint. is if you look in the mirror and think you look a little too much like a character, it might be time to it's change. time to change your ways. Yeah. 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 So I think that if, you if, you, world a better place, if you're at all, if you're at all uncertain <laughs> looking Michael. in the mirror... <laughs> Oh, gosh. If you're at all uncertain looking at your outfit and going, would security stop me? Maybe just pick a different outfit. I, th- I think that's wise. I think that that's a very <clears throat> fair uh, rule of thumb. So it's I just... can't wear my scar- uh, Sarlacc cosplay. No. Um, which brings us to the Sarlacc. I would love to see that, though. That <laughs> It's it's mostly just a kiddie pool full of sand that I'm wearing around my waist. <laughs> and then do you just like, do that? Can you talk about the Sarlaccs? We will, just a second, okay. but let's drive this point home. It's it's really the difference between bounding and Halloween. Yes. If you would wear it to a Halloween co- party, yes. not a good idea. Maybe not. If you would wear it to to a... Um, supermarket. Super... You know, I've seen weird things at the supermarket. I've seen what really supermarkets are you going to? The really weird ones. The one all over the place, but... Um, <laughs> he almost triangulated the location. <laughs> no. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, anyway, don't wear a costume. If it can be construed as a costume, it's like nobody's going around trying to be the costume police. It's literally trying to, to uphold their guest experience that Here's they want from their, their... Here's a good ground rule. In Batu, there is food service restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as we all know, you never eat in costume. Don't That's wear a true. costume. You also don't go into the house in costume, so... 
Um, Dude, I mean, all of these check out. Yeah, this honestly checks out. Checks out. It's an old meme, so everybody checks out. All right, <laughs> so one other cool thing that we, we found on uh, Sunday at uh, Galaxy's Edge was... Baby Sarlacc! We finally found it. And from that, we had to then ask the question of what's so bad about a Sarlacc? And, and why does it take you so long to die? New Broadway when you have <laughs> That would be a good one. No, the we worst, should write that. The worst thing about no, this conversation... It could be our Christmas episode. <laughs> what's so, so bad, bad about, about a Sarlacc? <laughs> Put that thing back where it can't get Oh, so help me. Yes, that's exactly it. Uh, so, Cameron, please tell us what's so bad about a Sarlacc. Well, this is a non-canon response, by the way. That for the most Disney eliminated. I don't know this if this canon. is considered part of the extended lore anymore or not. So, sarlaccs are um, they they, they spawn like so they, they they kind of like spawn their their children out in space. So, I want to know what a baby sarlacc is because they spawn as like these little things. Mm -hmm. They go land on a desolate planet, um, and then they kind of absorb. So they can fly in space too. Uh, well, they kind of, it's almost like pollen. Like, they don't really, they just kind of go until they okay, hit they something. Just, just go. Um, here's the weird thing, though. Sarlaccs are kind of sentient. That's that's not something that's ever really talked about. When they uh, kill something, it's more like a Venus flytrap in that they catch it in their system. And they're able to keep it alive for a very, very long time mm -hmm. um, by very, very slowly digesting it, but also keeping the vital stuff going um but then they also kind of absorb the intelligence of the creature through rna um and in fact in some of the extended lore a couple of jedis have actually had conversations with sarlax uh the older ones that have absorbed enough people to ha have their collective consciousness inside oh, of them. that's cool so sarlax are kind of like big ugly borg for a star trek comparison that's cool yeah. thank you that was very good um and now you know the more you know that was fantastic <laughs> That was me cutting the star. Don't trust like a sarlacc. Um, Don't trust like a sarlacc. <laughs> it is cool. There's a video up on the YouTube. You can see it, and uh, you can see what a little sarlacc looks like. Little bag. Would a sarlacc costume like be a bunch of hula hoops with some like felt over it? Like, how would you do? I don't actually know. Hmm. That's an interesting question. Maddie knows. Maddie. Maddie knows. She's good at the we'll, costume. We'll talk to her. She's, She's a, a professional, professional. costumer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just gonna let this be in silence, I guess, <laughs> while we made that joke. I was serious. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm very serious. Uh, moving on to other looks beyond Disney <laughs> bounding, we will talk instead about something that's coming to Disney Plus while they make their faces. We're going to talk about Chip and Dale. Chip, which, Chip, Chip, Chip and Dale. Not the Rescue Rangers. These ones live in New York or the big city. I'm assuming it means New York, but I don't know. Where there are two the likeness tough of detectives New York. in the NYPD solving the crimes that humans can't take. No, that's the movie. Um, I think there's a live-action Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie being yeah, made, yeah. and this is Chippendale animated shorts. Um, there's going to be they're going to be seven minutes long. There are 39 of them in development. It's crazy by a a French <clears throat> studio that's partnered with the London version of Disney or Disney's London office of animation, something like that. Um, and well, we already have a French chip. It's going to be. <laughs> That is true. Uh, Nonverbal classic comedy. What do you think, though, of the new look? I think it is easily producible. I think it's going to sell a lot of plush. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like that, not just in the production side for marketing, but I think it is intentionally designed for them to be able to pump these things out. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a problem with that 
because that same logic is how we got Tom and Jerry and Looney Tunes. Uh, they, they choose a simple formula, easily recognizable shapes, so they can do amazing comedy without having a lot of dialogue recording. You just kind of go. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with that. I also think that their design fits into the new design of the Mickey Mouse shorts. So I think that it kind of fits Kind of to the in. next level. Yeah, I, but I think that visually it fits in with that group. So um, they can kind of put all of that merchandise in the same place. I find it a little bit more appealing. I agree. It's mm -hmm. kind of a mix between Mickey Mouse, but with the warmth of DuckTales. Yeah. And um, I think I think that'll be fun. Um, 39 of them? Enough? That's a lot. Too many? Little? That's more than their original run, I think. I know they had 18 with Donald. Yeah. And then there's a couple with Pluto and a couple with Mickey. It's going to be the same five jokes, but that's okay. Like, that is not a problem. When you are doing almost vaudevillian style uh, for these animations, which is what the old ones were, you, you can do the same thing over and over, and as long as it's clever, it's fine. Go for it. Um, is there any specific thing you want to see happen during this? I really want to see them ride pigeons. Okay. New York pigeons, though, they're different. Um, and also, do you want to see are. any crossovers? Yes. Like, who do you want to see entering their world? Mace Window. Okay. That was good. Mace Window. I was like, what's the most obscure thing I can pull? And all I can think about was Mace Window. Except you already brought him yeah, up that's why. Tonight, so he's so, not that yeah. obscure. I believe that's a callback. I just like to imagine oh, that callback. they, like, they're in a dark tunnel, and they're like, kind of, they're, yeah, and then Mace Window's purple lightsaber. Purple lightsaber. Ending on this this last Star Wars question, um, I can't say his name, but the new actor of uh, Chewbacca. Okay. Yes, can't say it either. He made a comment today okay. on Twitter that if you saw any videos from Disney of Chewbacca with the Millennium Falcon, and he didn't say specifically when, but in the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, he was a part of that. And so now I'm wondering if he was actually the only member of the new cast to be in the opening night festivities. I would imagine. Hmm. Probably. Yeah. just makes it that much cooler. It's also kind of terrifying. Yeah, but awesome. Anyway. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, well, Abrams was there, right? Not on this, not on the stage. Hmm. No, um, you know who was there that was definitely in the movies? El Presidente. The president of the Walt Disney Company. You don't think he's in Star Wars? I bet you he's a stormtrooper. Wouldn't you? I hadn't even considered it. He, I would do it if I were in his role. Yeah, right? Like, you would. I mean, James Bond was a stormtrooper. Yeah, like, but you would, though, right? Okay, so let us know what you think in the comments. That's let us funny. know on Twitter. And uh, Cameron, get us out of here. You should go to thegeekscorner.com. Hey, you're there. Good to see you. You Let's should go. also check out all the rest of our footage because we have hours and hours and hours of content. Just go to dapsmagic.com, check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens, read our opinions, subscribe to our mailing list, and find our Patreon. And make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel. We're trying to get videos up almost every day. We're not always successful, but we're doing our best. And uh, always let us know what you think. Share, like, subscribe, comment, all that fun stuff. And uh, we hope you have a fantastic week, and it cools down also. But that's all the time we have for you this week, so we'll see you around the corner. Bye! You scared me. <laughs>